Hi, and welcome to the Mind Balance Cafe podcast. My name's Morella. I'm a social worker and therapist and writer of the Mind Balance Cafe blog. On this podcast, I discuss mental health, personal development, and relationships. I hope you enjoy this episode. Why I love the Enneagram. If you've known me for long, there's a good chance I might have told you about my love of the Enneagram. The Enneagram is a personality test which outlines nine personality types. It explains their strengths, weaknesses, and the way they tend to react in times of stress and security. The Enneagram was based on the work of Evagrius Ponticus, a 4th century Christian mystic. It was then expanded on by the Bolivian psycho-spiritual teacher Oscar Ichaso in the 1950s. Personality is a fascinating topic. We don't know how much is ingrained in our DNA and how much is developed through life experiences. However, psychologists generally agree that both nature and nurture have a role to play. You can see this looking at siblings who grow up in the same environment but react in totally different ways. Personality could be described as the habitual ways we react to stress and trauma and how we seek to gain love and security. Christopher Hertz, author of The Sacred Enneagram, writes, Simply put, the Enneagram offers nine mirrors for self-reflection. These nine mirrors, if we choose to gaze into them directly, can help us shake loose our, our illusions that get us lost from home in the first place. One of its most helpful aspects is how it exposes nine ways our human nature manages our ego's collection of coping addictions that we have wrapped around our most intimate and deepest pain, our childhood wound. I love how the Enneagram shines a light on parts of me that I might not have noticed otherwise. As a type 9, often called the peacemaker, I already knew that I like to avoid conflict, but the Enneagram has made me more aware of many other sneaky patterns. For example, the belief that my presence doesn't really matter, which can lead me to withdrawing into daydreams or neglecting people. It has also helped me to see my strengths more objectively, such as my ability to see things from multiple perspectives. Often we're so used to our own strengths that we forget that not everyone has them. The Enneagram has also helped me understand the actions and motivations of those around me. Our fears and desires are all different, and the Enneagram allows us to see life from a different perspective. For example, learning about Type 5, the Observer, helped me to understand someone in my life who is very withdrawn. I understand that they may fear running out of energy from social interactions. They are also on their own journey of learning how to let people in. We shouldn't go around telling people what we think their type is, although I have been known to do this, sorry. Rather, it is more helpful to keep in mind that this or that could be happening for them. Holding the Enneagram loosely allows us to imagine how a person might be thinking and feeling from a different angle. It's important to note that no type is better than any other. They all have amazing strengths and weaknesses. The more we understand the people in our lives, the more we can appreciate and have compassion for them. How not to use the Enneagram. The worst way to use the Enneagram would be as an excuse. For example, saying, oh, I can't help it, that's just the way I am. The Enneagram should be used as a tool for self-awareness and growth, rather than to box yourself or others in. It should also be noted that the Enneagram is not a scientifically validated tool, but many people have found it helpful. The Enneagram shows us how we can each grow and the warning signs that we are moving towards unhealth. The best way to use the Enneagram is in conjunction with other tools and resources, for example meditation, journaling, counselling or psychotherapy. 
As Susan Stabile of the Enneagram Journey podcast says, the greatest danger of the Enneagram is that people take it to be more than what it is. In other words, it's not something to base your life around, but rather one more tool to learn from. The truth is that we are not our personality. While we are all born different, we have also gained defences and habits along the course of our lives which make up what we see as our personality. As we look into the mirror of the Enneagram, we can see how we defend ourselves against the pain of life and how we can start to free ourselves from those patterns. We can move towards being a more whole and balanced person, which ironically encompasses all the elements of the Enneagram. The enthusiasm and energy of the seven, the integrity and excellence of the one, the nine and the strengths and passion represent the, the full scope of human beauty and potential. As Chris Hertz says, the contemporary Enneagram of personality illustrates the nine ways we get lost, but also the nine ways we can come home to our true self. Put another way, it exposes nine ways we lie to ourselves about who we think we are, nine ways we can come clean about those illusions, and nine ways we can find our way back to God. So how do you find out your Enneagram number? The first place to start would be to take a quiz. There are many online, but the Enneagram Institute is my favourite. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. If you aren't convinced by the results, or you come up with a few numbers, read through a few different types. I knew I'd found the right one because it made me both laugh and cringe with recognition. From there you can go on a journey of learning more about yourself. Often, once you're aware of an unhelpful pattern and start to see it in your life, it starts to fall away naturally. Other times, there are things that are a lifelong journey which you can continue to work on if you choose. It can be painful to see ourselves as we truly are, but I would say it's almost always better than the alternative. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a moment and you've been finding these episodes helpful, it would be great if you could leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts. That just helps other people find the show. Also, if you're interested in booking an online counselling appointment or if you'd like more information about the work that I do, head over to mindbalancecafe.com. Until next time, take care.